Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. But we have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Thank you. 
flesh and thigh and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people anymore. You are the spirit of Unapu. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unapu. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. LA Natives Podcast. Oh. Las Aslan Natives Podcast. What's up, Zero? We are back. LA Natives, the community, the people that will change for the next seven generations the way of this land. Especially all you early birds, man. We we are, we already have a packed house. That's cool. Yeah. No, I, we have loyal following. And, man, we're working behind the scenes in every capacity. And I have to be honest today. You know, it's you feel the weight of the community and how you have to maneuver through this uh, economic system. You know, and I'm not only talking about the nonsense that's going on about um, tyranny and stuff through medicine. But just the weight of the community alone, you feel it, and I feel it. Today is a day that I feel it, you know, well, quite a bit. you know, maybe because there's a lot going on in the community. There's a lot of organizers <coughs> right now making waves. We got Michigan New Year LA going down. We got Absolutely. Michigan New Year San Jose going down. You just had your fashion show. You got your open mic cracking. And plant-based aslan. We have these guests that do vir- virtual workshops. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you know, I wanted to set them up because, excuse me, um, right now, you have to be very creative. You have to be very creative about keeping um, the direction upon which you feel life is supposed to go, right? Because when when the systematic things started happening in the falling apart of white supremacy, you know, because no matter what, the way I see it is just that white supremacy has huge cracks because, you know, everybody's questioning education, right, because of the lies that were told and written about history. Everybody's questioning medicine because, you know, none of their medications heal anything. It's more of a profit, you know, you're more of a, once you're sick, now you belong to a pharmacy and a pill company and I guess what I'm alluding to is that the creativity that comes from our heart really comes with answers you know when when we start looking at our health in a different way versus you know let's go talk to a guy with the white coat because we think he's smarter than we are no one's going to be smarter than you are in terms of your own body and health now, you're not a doctor and you're not going to go and diagnose and put your hand on certain things and diagnose it, but you'll know what's wrong with you and you know what you need to adjust. And I know what I adjusted and I feel great in terms of my diet, my meditations, my fasting. Um, it has led to clarity and thought. And the creativity has, like, in my opinion, tripled, quadrupled because it's not just about writing songs anymore. And putting out an album, it's about creating a space to, f- to sell healthy food, creating a monthly event. I mean, we just had our first Nawak class at Malinali Superfoods. That was with uh, Tesosoma. Quite. Yes, he led, he, you know, he's a professor in Chicano studies. This brother has read over, I want to say, 100 books regarding the conquest and um, what, you know, piecing together what the story is for our people. What I remember about the interview the most when we had 
that's what someone can hear. He was like, yo, that there was that one Rage Against the Machine album uh-huh. where the insert had a whole bunch of books. Yeah. And he read them all. Yeah. He said he bought them and he read them all. <laughs> Who does and that? And he did. And he did. And he went to uh, college and mastered it. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, with Malinali and, and, and I guess that weight that we were, I was describing in the beginning of the show is that, you know, it's it's a responsibility to keep the lights on at that place and and you feel it it's just it's just everybody wants to have that space be a place where they either take away something that they ingested and feel good you know like a smoothie or the powders or you know or the plant-based food that we serve and they go and they and they say, oh, oh, we feel really good. And it's a lot of pressure to keep that place open because it's not easy during this time, you know. But nevertheless, they don't put that weight on you unless you can carry it. That's the way I feel. Right. And, and then and then to hold all that bricks on your back and then to be a voice in the community. Right. That's a lot of pressure. It is. It is. And you, know, you still have to, you know, be be aware of like. You know, because and we can relate with all the other leaders in the community that actually put up events and and organize professionally. Well, like Doshley. Yeah. Like Doshley, like Jag, you know, from Mexica New Year, L.A. He puts all of his heart and soul into that. Yep. That uh, that event. And and it's unfortunate that we're going to be up in San Jose. But, you know, Doshley asked us first. And, but we're going to give both of them love because they're both doing something very important that's beside the point, which is recognizing our Mexica New Year. Absolutely. And to follow up with how was the uh, the fashion show? I believe there was a fashion show at the Malinani Superfoods, right? It was amazing. I mean, um, Frosty played, Montezuma the Third. Um, they asked me to do something at the end, which was powerful. It, I think like the events that happen at Malinali are just like some serious individuals that really want to change and they want direction and they don't want to be um, misguided. And and that's the autonomy of our place because we just point them at the sunstone, right? We're not the leaders. Me and Jenny aren't the leaders. We worry about the place keeping it open, but we're not the leaders. We just point them to that stone because that stone is the leader. Well, I could tell you this, the menu and the food is getting better and better. I see that you're expanding on that menu. Yeah, well, we try to bring a hot item, you know, and this time we cross brand with Taco Sin Karma and we've been selling like our carne asada tortas and, you know, trying to keep it creative. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, the creativity that is required now is like there's no more excuses. We can't be just these boring uh, corporate following, good job seeking um, good school like education that leads to only your family getting the benefit you know that that was never our way and I think that was has been our Achilles heel for a long time and this is why the guests that we have on the show today are vital yeah community because because they have the same pressure well that and they're creative because my son has took their course I've paid a couple times you know and I thought when he first took it and what's the course it's um it's like a kindergarten class well from what i observed it was like a kindergarten he was younger you know he was in he's in first grade now but he was a lot younger it was about two years ago or a year ago um it was it was two very bright individuals communicating to children 
at the level that they understand in a way like you would see it on Sesame Street, but about, but using our instruments, using our, using their instruments, using all these things like the, 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 what do they call it? Oh my God, my, my mind's blank because um, what they, what the danzantes wear on their feet. Absolutely. Um, the rattles. Anyways, they're great. Their description Just is great. Traditional, inspiring. Traditional instruments. Yeah. That traditional fall in line instruments. With, with, with the But then they do an the arts workshop. and crafts thing. You know, they pick, they, they, they send out packets, you know, with like the, the materials that the child needs. So it wasn't just like, oh, get on Zoom and, you know, follow me around. You know, it was like well prepared for a kindergarten mind. Right. And that's what I'm talking about, the creativity, because two parents just said, you know what? We know stuff and we're going to use this stuff and put it online and offer it to, I don't know, 100 families. And if 10 of them respond, then we have something. And the, and obviously it still keeps on going. So absolutely. So let's go ahead and bring them right <coughs> into the show. Yali. Yo, yo. Can you guys hear us? Yali. Yes. Hey, how you doing, guys? We're good. We're good. We're here. good. We're in Mexico still. I know. That that's. I mean, I follow you on IG. I see your posts and stuff. And um, you know, I remember the class that Lawis took. And when I saw today's guest, I was like, Oh shoot! I know these guys. <laughs> so right. Um, personally, the week before we came to Mexico, mm. that we drove down here, we um, stopped by to drop off to deliver the, the activities packet for. That's Lawis. right. That's right. I remember that. And and that's what I thought was a, a next level thing because it felt like it was interactive with a physical thing you know what i mean and and i really was impressed by when i told you know jenny i go jenny man like this is pretty cool like you know it, it's it's a responsibility on our side because we have to be the ones going hey you know what get on zoom now because you know it's the time but well zero who else does it, <coughs> does it like that I, like i said it was the first time i saw it where it was you know um encompassing zoom and and being creative during this you know, chaotic time. I mean, it kept, and Lawis would look forward to it. Like, when is my class starting? And I'm going to be late to my class. And, you know, I have to admit, sometimes he'd be like, oh, I got to do that. But then, you know, most of the time he was looking forward to it, you know, and I just heard like five or six, no, maybe 10 kids all screaming at the same time. Like the answer to whatever they were talking about. Um, the, the instructors, which are Claudia. And I'm sorry, brother, I forgot your name for some reason. Yes, I will. Semasa. Semasa. Yeah. So, uh, guys, give us a little bit of background on on your guys' journey and the road you guys are walking and um and regarding the virtual workshop. Um, back to yeah to, to how we even started. Um so uh we were already Lanzantes um taking care of a group and uh about five years ago is um when we started our in-person um summer camps because we could only that was our capacity at that time and so we would do one week so we did that for three years and it was um interactive we show them danza and it was a whole day so um we would um 
do the same thing like we're doing in Zoom, the activities, but of course it's all in person. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is that we would promote it as we don't do anything. Um, like screen tech. time. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> nothing having to do with like that type of technology. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until, the, um, well, the pandemic hit and we were still planning a summer camp. So we decided let's switch it up to um, do it virtual. Mm and we had a, a a big response so we decided let's just keep going and do an after school program so um and and then we just kept going so we would change up the program um depending on the season um so that there's uh, you know the, the kids who keep coming in they keep learning something new mm -hmm. wow so yeah and it pushed us to become more like you said creative and understanding technology like como se dice la noche la mañana pretty fast what i liked about right, because... it, what i liked about it was that you know i knew that you were going to go to mexico and i go oh well then uh you know it's probably going to finish you know oh that was cool you know you guys did you know a couple or for, for a couple of years you guys did it now you guys moved to mexico and it's like whoa you're still doing it and from mexico and i was like wow that's kind of smart and and creative you know to go well i'm in mexico there's internet there let me figure out that you know and it takes creativity to do that however you guys establish yourself maybe you're in a big are you guys in a big city or we're, no. we're, oh. we're in el pueblo and so we're kind of we're one house away from not having internet you're one house away from not having to hear that yes. oh, that's crazy <laughs> So, so because, only because the street is like this and we actually, yeah, it's a corner street. And for some reason, we can't put internet Interesting. <laughs> in the next house. Interesting. No, but you get good reception. I mean, look at I mean, uh -huh. Yeah, so, yeah I, I actually com complimented them about the, the quality of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, when you get into third world countries, you don't know, you know, like how that's going to work. You know how that's going to function yeah. but you guys figured out a way i'm sure you would i mean i i've heard of you know my stories in mexico is when you know someone had a technological advance like a tv you know everybody would just go to that person's house and at seven o'clock everybody would just be right there and everybody would watch tv you know it's i would imagine that the right. internet's kind of the same now where it's like oh what go down that street and you can get some wi-fi you know or yeah so, so zero yeah. yeah people hang out at certain corners so yeah for internet so yeah. zero uh they mentioned that there were they're they're danzantes yeah yeah they're danzantes that's crazy man and they decided to you know take elements of danza and teach it to children like young children right that's the that's the that was i i i see that as man it it overwhelms me because a, a alternative like that is for me in, in especially in 2022 it's so vital yeah. to have that alternative. Well, especially if you're trying to find your indigenous self, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't just happen, you know, like as an adult, you go, okay, cool. I found my indigenous house, but sometimes you find that and you already have a child and you want to teach that child that, right. And you try to be creative about how am I going to do that? I'm an adult having a hard time doing it. I don't understand it all. How am I going to teach it to my kid? Right. And I thought what they were doing was like, wow, you know what? We have the time and we have the curriculum and we'll show it to your kid. And my, then there it was, you know, and then me and my son would talk about it after. Oh, who is this? Or why is this? And what is that? And 
you know, why do we do this? And it became interactive for me long after the Zoom was over. That's the beauty of it. It's it's so it was it was well done, guys. Now you know, it, it was a good idea. Okay, so zero. Let me ask you: in the traditional yeah. world that we live in, right, raising kids. Let's say I have what well, kid that's four, five, six years old. I'm not tapped into any of these scenes, right? So I just take them to a traditional what type of workshop that the, the, these societies provide our kids today. Like, well, what? that that's like so the pathetic, old, the um, old Rockefeller education. preschool. It's considered preschool, right? Right. So w- what is preschool? I like, like I remember when I was in preschool, huh. I was in a church in a Catholic church, uh-huh. and I was terrified from these ladies, man, because oh. <laughs> they would scream at us and yell at us if we like oh. just went out of line. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't see any. So that was my preschool. I didn't, I didn't see any of that stuff while they were on Zoom. <laughs> they were pretty nice. <laughs> They're pretty. No. no, no. I get it's an indoctrination, you know, and and people don't but, realize. But that you it, get my question. Right? No, no. Yeah, I, I completely get it. It's like, what is the alternative? Like, when you want to teach people about nature and the the balance that our ancestors understood that we had, and you don't have any of those answers. You know, and you got some individuals like, you know, Claudia and, and, and Semasa um, kind of figuring out a way to do that. And that's what I saw firsthand with my child, right? Because he grabbed his little coloring, you know, from the packet that you guys provided. And you mm-hmm. mailed them out, right? You mailed those packets out when yeah. during that time. They were just being very creative about inner acting with like a preschool um, mind and teaching them big concepts because they would mention Tezcalipoca, Quetzalcoa. Like these are big concepts to an adult. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they're doing it too. Like, you know, six-year-old, five-year-old. But why can't they? What is What are the age groups that you work with? Right. Five to seven and eight to 15. There you so go. Five to separate seven, those two. So, you know, the... The one that Lawis was in was more kindergarten like. And then, you know, the 18, 8 to 15, we, you know, advance the the conversation, more questions. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's deep. Zero. Yeah. I'm you know what? I you. That's deep. I didn't know they did the 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 older teenage group. So that's 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 revolutionary in my point, you know, and, and I don't mean that in a way that's like overthrowing governments. I just mean that it's in a way of like revolutionizing the answer to what you see as the problem kind of like what we said about diet so can you consider it like a i don't know what after school program because i know my after school program it was sad i was stuck at the ymca and i hated it (laughs) every day after school i ended up getting transported to the ymca and i was just like what the fuck am i doing here right they're like forcing me me to play basketball (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I would have had courses like this or found out about you know <coughs> programs like this, best believe, bro, I would have possibly gravitated more towards that angle. But they don't provide that for us out here. Well, then it's not going to be found out here. And and like I said, you know, it's almost unless you promote it super big. You know, what is your reach right now? How many people do you guys do you guys still do the class and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're doing one right now. Yeah, talk about what's what's going on right now with your class. So right now um, is our Quetzal Co-op program. And so what is it? It um, has the component of the storytelling. So a story that we created um, 
of the journey of Quetzalcoatl looking for um, for corn. Mm. And so um, going with that, we're also doing hands-on um, um, cooking demonstrations. So the, the kids with their families get to um, do re- simple recipes that we are using with corn, base mm-hmm. of corn, right? right? Like today we made gorditas with the um, kids. Oh. And before that we made atole. So everything going with the, the activity, um, you know, that that's part of the teachings of, of corn, you know, oh. of, of the existence of it for 10,000 years that are uh, ancestors were scientists. They created this, you uh-huh. know, the sustenance for us. So it's all part of our identity. Right. And so to know that, you know, at a young age, um, that's just the, you know, part of the idea, the seed that we're planting uh, to the little ones. And we're also doing a, a Nepoatinti, and I have it right here. It's like the original calculator. Oh, wow. Right here. And so what we did is we showed kids how to make one um, online. And I'll show you that. <laughs> by using beads and so again you know we're teaching children things that existed for thousands of years right I, and I it's re- in their hands I and remember, they're practicing it yeah i remember when i went to uh this was a long time ago my my older kids um this was during the time where um god what was his name uh man his name is slipping my fingers anyways i'm they brought those out and the kids were like firing off Mino like calculations off of that. So that's, that's cool that, you know, th- that was a, a an ancient way of like calculating things. Right. So now you're teaching it to kindergartners and that's how you're able to get to high levels of math. You know, by the time you're in, you know, you know, teenage 20 years and then you start putting that math into engineering, you know, practices. So, wow. What a, what? And you teaching them how to make it. You know, just, I guess, what, mm-hmm. color coding beads, right? Making. Mm-hmm. Right. And just dividing them and uh-huh. then um, showing them how to count. Wow. Pretty dope. Wow. That's amazing. You know, you guys and are the, taking and, it to and, and another the, level. And these classes basically started when the pandemic started? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What, what was the beginning of, of your idea? Because you, uh, well, they said that they started off by doing in-house dance demonstrations mm-hmm. or teachings with kids and then uh-huh. once the pandemic hit you went well we got to be creative what are we going to do and then you 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 sprouted into zoom type um classes right yeah is, is that what you're still yeah, using is zoom yes do you guys do youtube videos too do you guys have a youtube channel we're actually working on that right now still yeah and um so we could create more content on it on our channel i mean i think you guys are amazing content creators you know for certain um you know for family situations especially with children you know like i I can only speak about what happened with lawis and the interaction he looked forward to you know when when he would talk about the class oh i have my class and i'm gonna talk about this and then and how interactive it was with me after he had that class so it's it's a great idea, and and I'm excited to learn. Um, and you guys do it seasonal too, right? You guys usually talk about things that are going into seasons. I remember. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, um, the Quetzalcoatl, because it coincides with um, the spring with um, in the pyramid in Kukulkan, yeah. right? Um, the, the phenomenon of it happening during spring. So that's where the idea came where we're doing, you know, we're dedicating for this spring season, uh, Quetzalcoatl. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, because yeah. in Chichen Itza, I think what you're talking about is the the, the phenomenon that happens at uh, the main pyramid in Chichen Itza, mm-hmm. where the the mm-hmm. sun hits the pyramid in a certain angle, and it creates seven triangles towards the head of the snake. And I guess in the springtime it's coming in, and then in the in the wintertime it goes out, mm-hmm. and it creates that same phenomenon. So that's cool. That I, I, that, I, I I'm. I'm taking all this in zero and I'm just like, man, this couple, they, they play such a vital role because it's like, you know how the saying goes like to influence them, you have to influence them young. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting exposure like that at that age. Yeah. It's, it's life changing. Well, I know, I know that their initial kindergarten class really kind of prepared Lawis to go to Anahuacan Mecca, you know? And then there he he learned Nahuatl songs, but it was familiar to him because mm-hmm. he had taken the 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 course that they had came up with. So I mean, it's definitely something that you feel like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna you know I'm really into the culture and I'm gonna put I'm gonna you know you know invest in 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 having my son you know join this class, and you think oh yeah cool that's over, but no, he comes off of that class and he starts talking to you about it. And then you start talking to him about it and you find out different ways to in, instill this understanding, this um, philosophy, this relationship. It's, it's a cool, it was, it was nothing but positive when, when we decided, when Jenny decided to go, you know, cause it was, I wish it would have been my idea, but Jenny's all, Hey, he has a class and it's at five o'clock and you need to be there. And so <laughs> during that time we didn't have the shop. So We'd be at the park till like five thirty six, you know, and then he'd be like, "Dad, I have a class, I gotta go," and so we'd go. But um, the result was him being very interactive about his own culture, being so young, and preparing him to take it to another place where he'll continue that education to the best of his ability. Because not only do we do that, like we recently had a Nahuatl class taught by Tesosomok. And an amazing thing happened be- with Lawis. Lawis got up and he sang a Nahuatl song because he heard everybody singing or learning, trying to learn a Nahuatl song. Right? And he goes, but I know one. Can I sing it? And so he stands up in front of everybody and he sings. And it's like, I think that had to be a little seed that was implanted in your in your kindergarten class because he felt confident about what he was doing and what he was singing and what he was learning. And that happens at a very young age. And if you can plant those seeds with that kind of creativity um, into the youth, then we're well on our way of coming back into a system that um, our own community will refine. Right. Um, but your contributions are, are super, you know, heartfelt because I know that you guys, I, I actually know you guys, you guys have been to my house. You know, and uh, we've eaten with you guys. And uh, I think Jenny was helping you with your pregnancy, too, Claudia. And mm-hmm. even before yeah. that, on the Peace and Dignity run, Jenny went and ran with you guys. Uh-huh. So you spend a lot of yeah. time ceremonially and 
you know, you taught our child, you know, planted the first seeds of his Nahuatl culture into his heart. So I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that you're still doing it. So, guys, if, if you don't mind, can you give us some feedback from other parents or other people that take in your course and stuff? Yeah. So we've been getting a lot of positive feedback because we get parents that ask us, like, hey, is this... I don't know anything about the cultura, but I want my child to know. So we break it down very simple where the child is to, starts to understand just the words in Nahuatl because we use background images. So the the lyrics are behind us as we sing. Yeah, and so parents get surprised when their kids start picking up the songs mm. real quick. And so, um, so I think that's that's a that's been a common one mm -hmm. from parents also i remember a parent once saying you know thank you um like like she felt that only she said ancestors just you know made reference to ancestors but she's like but but you two do that too so it's like normalizing mm -hmm. us speaking about our ancestors mm -hmm. right yeah I, I like it yo i like how he said you know there's a parent that has no idea about his culture well, that's what and I was trying he, to and describe. And then he's like, you know what? Just teach him. Teach my child because God forbid I can't learn shit. Well, he, it, that's <laughs> like, what that's I was kind of trying it. to describe. There's a lot of people in and, our culture and, that... And, the, and there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of people in our culture that just are new to this indigeneity. You know, not everybody grew up in, you know, early 90s and had the opportunities that we had. You know, sometimes it comes later in life and... They desperately want their child to connect to this sacred path, but they have no idea how to get there. And so that's what I said is like, you know, I was trying to describe that you don't when you do that, when you go, OK, son, I don't know anything, but these guys do. And then they, he goes and he does this interaction with with the Zoom um, course. I'm sure he's going to turn around and go, Dad, I just learned this. And, th and now you do know that as even. As an adult, you're going, oh, wow, I didn't know that was the God of death. I didn't know that this was that. I didn't know that that meant that. And now it's only going to spark the adult to go further into his own quest and his own understanding of his own self. So that was, I, that's what I caught from the, the, I guess, what we got out of, you know, joining the course was that Lawis was, you know, talking to us about like, you know, what is that? I don't get why it's this. And why does it have to say that? And look at what I made. And he made this, you know, several arts and crafts stuff. So it was very interactive and very, like I said, preparing them for his um, journey into the charter school of Anahuacalmeca. But there's like parents like yourself that are like fully involved in the culture. And then you have your kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I overhear your conversations. You just do whatever you can. You, you do your best to to make them aware of it and absolutely but you don't force it upon them absolutely. or anything yeah you know that, what i'm saying i don't want them to run away from it my my older sons are very you know they grew up around sweat lodges and they grew up around whatever they grew up around but they have their own decisions to make in life and that's the way i would rather have it because um when you take that journey on your own and you say, look, everything my mom and dad taught me, yeah, that was great and stuff, but I'm going to go make my own mistakes. Well, what we were teaching you was not to follow this way, but to know that there's a place that love exists. And that place 
has monuments. It has structure. It has a name. It has a language. It has a connection with our great Huehueteo, Tonatu, Ejeka, you know, Yawitzin, all those things. And these guys teach those concepts to very young children. And that's why I said it's revol- it's evolutionary, not revolutionary. I think music is the biggest uh, factor when it comes to the negativity kids absorb nowadays. Yeah. It's so young, like you could be three, four years old and it's like be digging this trash ass hip hop that's out there that just like full of negativity. Well, you know what I mean? It, I do because I think the the purpose of normal society is to get you to think like them. There's know? a big uh, a whole business behind influencing your kids. Well, right? Zero? Like well, it's preparing kids to be indoctrinated basically. Well, you know, we did for a very long time send our, you know, our parents sent us to public schools that they didn't do any research about. They they were really just kind of like, that's where they people go and you got to go there too, you know? And it wasn't, if they did the research, they would go, hey, what the fuck? This isn't true. You know, and that's not true. And then you start dissecting it. But I think we're in the age of information where a cell phone is a quick search at a search engine and you're finding out answers that you're like hey well i don't want my kid to be involved in that so i have to be creative about how i'm going to teach them and inspire them to follow something that maybe i have a deep connection with or something i know nothing about but i want him to learn you know and i think that's where i was trying to allude to at the beginning of the podcast is that uh claudia and semasad is like creating it's, it's being creative and it was very effective creativity, which I hope many, many, if, if any educators are out there and, and networks start to form, you know, where, you know, this inspiration, these little seeds that are planted in our young ones, you know, you have a big part in that. And I'm sure you planted a lot of seeds in a lot of young ones, you know, and, and obviously two teenagers as well. And this is coming from a couple. Um, um, I'm assuming no sponsorships, right? Right. No. No, no big. You guys have. You guys ain't sponsored, right? You guys just kind of. <laughs> I mean, the parents sponsor you as best as they could, but that's, that's mm-hmm. as far as it goes. You know? So, so I want to ask you guys. You know, you guys have that that phase one for that certain age bracket, and then part two for the little older kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you're 16, 17, 18? Mm-hmm. Do you find it hard to engage with the older older kids? Uh, no, no. Huh. I think it's um, just a different conversation uh, where, you know, with the, the younger ones, you're trying to make it more cute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the older ones, um, uh, it's just, uh, a, you know, I, as an educator, so I've been an educator for like half my life. So um, I've done all grades. And so... I, I know how to um, uh, present the material in a different way, but it's the same, you know, curriculum. Absolutely. Do you find it hard, brother? I know Claudia, I mean, Claudia has been a teacher for a while, but do you find it hard to engage? Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
sometimes I because um, teenagers sometimes could be very place. teenagers are a whole different world I mean I have a yeah. 14 year old and he's I have to be very patient but you know I know how I was when I was 14. I, I thought everything, I knew it all, but I couldn't be an adult, but I had to listen to people, but I thought I knew more than them. It's like, it's just a confusing age. Um, I guess Claudia's background with being an educator helps her with that, but I, do, are, were you a teacher as well? No. See, that's, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> how, uh-huh. are, how are you facing the challenges of that? <laughs> I'm just like, to Claudia like this night, like hey, I'm kind of like, <laughs> well, the, right. The way that we work is that um, we have already like a like with the storytelling, it's more scripted. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Uh, so, uh, so then when we go into the activities or the songs and we're having more um, like conversation uh, with the older ones, um, we kind of go just off of what um, the youth are asking. So if you uh-huh. know, I'll step back if. Um, I feel he could answer this question oh. better type of thing. Mm. So, you know, we try to find that balance, but I do actually take more of the lead in the front and he takes more of the lead in the animation part. Oh, okay. Well, it makes sense. You know, women, women organize, you know, um, I, it took me a long time to realize that with Jenny, you know, is that sometimes she needs to lead, you know, most of the time she needs to lead. And, and that's kind of a, a challenge that we face as men. But I can see what you're saying. You know, he has his role, too, because you are more of the animated, um, you know, playing the drum or, 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 mm-hmm. or, or doing the rattle or setting up the scene. or So I, I can see where your, your role is, you know, and then mm-hmm. now I could get a better picture. And that's another thing that I want to comment on is that it's a, a couple. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, you know families really do make a difference you know when when it's a you know a partnership that that is dedicated to one um mission right which is educating young children or at least planting some seeds or having some interaction with them cultural wise um whose idea was it was it your idea claudia um yeah so just to go more in the history behind (laughs) the idea was um in, in college, I was um, part of um, um, groups where we would go to other schools. And so I went to UC Davis. And so um, I was part of a group called Third World Forum and they would connect with groups in, in the Bay. And so that's where I started learning about freedom schools, that idea oh, that wow. you know, there's alternative to schooling. And so that's where it initially sparked, you know, years later, um, I'm still working with kids. And so um, once we had our son, then that urgency um, became more real because it's like, I want this space for my son, Mm. (laughs) you know? And I want him to be around community um, that's about our cultura, um, taking pride in it, um, in in what we could create um, in in a healthy way. Right. So that's where the, the in-person one started because we were still running a group, um, but we also had our other businesses going for the, the fry bread hut that we were running, oh, um, right. our food vending uh-huh. um, business. And um, I was um, working full-time um, in the, the schools. So that's why it was only a summer. It's like, 
and it, what's funny is that the um, uh, organization, the nonprofit that we were doing it at, um, they were asking us, hey, you want to come back next season? And, and so the necessity was there. Right. Um, but at the moment, that was our capacity. So right. it wasn't until the pandemic where this opportunity came um, where we could dedicate more time mm-hmm. um, to the program. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, def- it's, it's, it's definitely <laughs> well structured. I mean, the program is well structured. For I, and I only saw Lawis is I didn't see the teenage one. And, but. and ultimately, zero isn't this all about just getting the kid to be proud of his cultura? Well, it's really about getting the child to think like the way the ancestors used to think. Right, right. Getting those concepts in. And that's the term of cultura, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's learning the 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 math, the science, the the philosophy. It in this culture, like, like, it it doesn't take much to get you to understand that this common sense is is really profound. And if you could do that at a young age, that's that's. And and, and I know for a fact, right? You know, let's say my kids, three, four, he's ready to go into school. There's no way in hell that public school is going to teach my kid about his cultura. Hell no. <laughs> uh-uh. They don't understand yeah. it. They think what we what we studied or what we did was superstitious. And it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with superstition. It has to do with science. And we just happen to make it metaphoric in stories, in paintings, mm-hmm. in codices. It, that's That was our understanding. But... This school system has nothing to do with bringing out the full potential of your being. Mm-hmm. You either are going to follow their rule and law and, and education and say yes when it, it really is no, right? You're going to fall in line or you're going to be considered an outcast, a rebel, or a degenerate. That's nothing like our system of learning. Right. Mm-hmm. And these individuals are planting tiny seeds in the little minds of this profound wisdom. They'll they'll remember, even if it's like, say, for example, that one individual says, I don't know anything about my culture, but here's my kid, you know. That's and a then, big move. It is. Well, I'm be honest you know, with you. And That's then, you know, move. it dies out or they don't really get into it. Because he, he, he could easily sign that kid up to the, what, the Boy Scouts or something. Or football. Or football, baseball. Baseball. You know, it's like, but and maybe he still does that. But my, but to my point is. To incorporate this, though, that's huge. Well, it's because here's where I'm trying to get to. The concept of our ancestors are not kindergarten. But. Claudia and Semasa have found a way to teach it to kindergartners, right? And then take it a step further and have conversations with teenagers. The conversation is about the thought process. The thought process is in art, astrology, math, science, and what I call the unknowing, which is the creator. This is nothing like public school. You're never going to find somebody that's going to do that. And, and if you find a teacher that goes, hey, fuck the curriculum, I'm going to teach you this. They're fired. They're fired. They're fired. If you finally get an educator that's going to say, you know what? I want to inspire kids. I want to make kids 
stand out and learn something powerful. Well, it's not a part of. Does it learn? Does it teach them how to obey orders? No. Does it teach them how to um, say yes to authority? No. Does it teach them how to obey laws? No. Well, this shit's fucking useless. And that's not what Claudia and Semasad are doing. Semasad and Claudia are trying to put in concepts like Quetzal Cuba. That's a huge concept. Tezcalipoca. That's a massive concept. It'll, it'll start off in the kindergarten. And then as he grows up, he's going to remember, man, there was this one time where I took this class and they said these words. I remember these words. And boom. That's right. how it, that's how it mm -hmm. starts, right? Is that is that am I right? Yeah, yeah you right. You remind me of a of one of the, our youths, and she's on thirteen, and um, the teacher made ref had a reference. I don't know what it was, but it said Quetzalcoatl, and she said she corrected the teacher, and and the teacher asked her, "How do you know?" And she told her, "You know, um, I'm taking these classes." Uh -huh. um, so that's how I know how to pronounce Quetzalcoatl. Right. Right. And then not only that, but I kind of know what it means. I kind of know what it's alluding to. You know, it's like, it's not this, oh, Quetzalcoatl was Cortez. You know, they thought he was, you know, that's what they're teaching us is that, you know, we were all of a sudden, like <laughs> somebody hit us over the fucking head and we didn't know what Quetzalcoatl was. And we're like, it's that guy. No, it's not. Right. Right? That's not what happened. You know, and, and but we'll believe that narrative. We'll believe that narrative. Your children's believing that narrative because... They cannot face the greatness of our culture. They cannot face the greatness of our math, our science, and our understanding, which is what they call religion. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they're intimidated by it because it's like, well, it's very superstitious and it's like almost peasant-like. But you guys never built pyramids like that. You guys don't have a stone that tells you the sun cycles, the moon cycles, the Venus cycles. It doesn't keep track of time where there is no leap year. It doesn't have the 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 trecenas calendar, the tonalama. Like you have no idea what we have done. Right? And and, and, and we call this education. And can I ask you something? How come there isn't teachers that break out of the cycle while they're in the system? Is well we do. We have them right here. They're okay. right in front of us. They're breaking out. They're becoming creative. And they're and I know there's gonna be many more out there. Mm-hmm. Because enough's enough. We have yes. to teach our children the truth and start putting in the concepts to get full potential out of our children. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you guys do. And so, you know, Tlazokamatli, I mean, that, that's a powerful statement. You know, and, and, and you're a humble family. You're just like, oh, we're just this real family, this small family. But in a way, you guys are, you know, tenacious in the way that, that, that we have to do our part, you know? Mm -hmm. Like in the danza, everybody has to do their part. Right. Right. And so that's part of our teachings where it's like, we know this, so it's our responsibility to pass them, pass it on. And so for us, this is our avenue of how to pass it on. Sweet. Beautiful. Or one of the avenues. Mm -hmm. No, and it's it's a beautiful one. So right. what's in the works uh, for future projects, um, expanding the workshops? Like, what, what are the creative ideas are coming along your guys's table to you know potentially get this a little you know further a little bit more um exposure so we're thinking of going back in the following year right 
-hmm. That's it, up with the works, but we're bringing our stories to life too. So we're gonna be creating like uh, events for children, like day camps, with our our stories, singing along with the kids, and it's um, a work in progress. Right. So uh -huh. you could think of it like a, a traveling camp uh -huh. Uh -huh. that we would be doing uh, at different places um, that are open to this cultural work. Um, and so that's just recreating um, our stories, but live and also offering and still making them interactive right and also offering after school programs in the ie okay so but you're heading back to the united states yeah that's the plan for next okay. year for next year <laughs> until the and then and then between that you're you're still going to do your zoom yeah um, tell people so tell, tell the, the la natives community like where where can we find you or how do how do they find you how do they sign up if they're interested or any of that so you can follow us either on Facebook, Kalitekpat, or um, Instagram. And we also have a website, kalitekpat.com, and it updates with our, our latest um, program um, to sign up. And so actually right now we do have a discount for our pre-rich uh, families for our Quetzal Co-op program um, that ends on February 28th. Oh, there you go. Okay, so, so look, Zero, let's be real. You're, you're a parent. You went to the workshop. You saw it firsthand. It's obviously a workshop you would recommend to all of our listeners because, guys, we have a lot of listeners on Spotify and YouTube. And, and, and let's be real, guys. If you're listening right now and if you have a kid that's between the ages of what? What, five? Five and 18. Five and 15. Five and 15. Is this something you recommend? Zero? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hands down. Hands down. If you're having a hard time, you know, um, talking about it or, 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 you know, it's. We are a great community because we had places that we would take our children and they would learn. Well, consider mm -hmm. one of those places this. At least because you're not going to find it. anywhere. it's kind of like Malenale in East L.A. You're not going to find any mm -hmm. other vegan food except for us. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't see any other interactive zoom community members that, aware of. that i'm aware of yeah. I, I, and if there are please join our network because i don't think claudia and semasa are going to find it um a negative thing you know they might be able to work together it's one community that's what made our kalpuli strong it's a kalpuli it's a togetherness mm -hmm. a community it's a community action that's going to really they're one piece of a of what um of, of of a puzzle right just like la natives comes and it and goes hey look at these guys and look at those guys and look at this guy and, you know we're all just trying to become one community that at least understands walks in balance and that's what i like about you guys is that you know it, it's clearly balanced you know when you see both of you guys on screen and you know everybody knows who what role they're playing you know because, I mean, obviously, Claudia, you know, and like Jenny, she's the the, the organizer, someone that organizes and, uh, and executes. And, you know, we just, we play our role as well. You know, none is yeah. less than another. So uh, to our audience that has kids out there, um, what's your guys' message to them to encourage them to take your guys' shops and, and your, uh, your courses? Well, 
the biggest message we can give is that uh, the, you know our last Tatuani Cuauhtémoc did leave his least leave left his less left his last one. speech his last speech is that 500 years ago he said that it's time of darkness everything has to be hidden destroyed but there'll be a time when the sun will come and shine on us again and this is the time mm -hmm. so we we offer this as you know um as a, an opportunity for the family um to learn together because that's what um um we all need to to come together um for our youth um to know that this belongs to them that this is their medicine right. um and that it's because of our our teachings that we've been surviving and that we're going to continue to survive as as beautiful creations right. and i think schools just the school systems like they don't want our, our little ones to flourish they're they don't see their faces and in the history books um and and here we're focusing on indigenous education because it's lacking and we know as for us growing up um, we didn't have it um and it makes a difference in someone's um, love for themselves um, and also their confidence mm -hmm. well i like the fact that it's not just a course for the kid the parent might think that but trust me, that kid's going to learn stuff that's going to tell his parents. Like, yeah. Hey, look, it, right? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what happened with, with Lawis is that um, we would have, you know, five minute talks, 10 minute talks right after. Um, he would, we would be driving and he would be like, oh, dad, what did I remember? I, I was talking about this in my class. And so it starts to become an interaction. And I get it. Not everybody has lived their whole life trying to seek out this information. Some people are just, you know, have a feeling or they're connected with, I don't know, let's say, for example, some individual from East Los Angeles who just has a car club, but he has a big old Aztec calendar on his car and he has a Aztec, you know, this and an Aztec that, but he did, really doesn't know the, the, the meanings of it, you know? So it, it, it allows that individual to have individuals who have dedicated their life to learning this through their danza through whatever but not only did they do that see that's the thing is like most people will learn something and they'll just keep it to their family these guys are going okay cool we learned this together now let's go teach it to other people you know, and i love how malalali <laughs> superfoods is like the same way you walk into the shop you instantly learn something yeah, it's it's very interactive that that shop. You know, Malin Ali Superfoods is just as interactive as as the Zoom. But you know, we we you know we we interact with young individuals through our workshops. Plant based Aslan is a family event. We did sugar school um, activities at Malin Ali. So you know, we're hitting all the ranges or the whole spectrum of 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 uh, you know child to adulthood i like the fact that they're also exposing the danzante community right to these kids at so such a young age right because we all know what they're looking at 
you know, on, on their TV. computers, yeah. on, their, <laughs> on the TV. Am I right? Yeah. On YouTube. I on, mean, my on, son on is YouTube. Like, he's like addicted to YouTube sometimes, you know, so. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's refreshing to know that you guys get it. You guys don't need to be, and, and, and if you work hard enough, who knows, uh, a building, something comes up and, and, and it proliferates your message, you know, it, it kind of pushes it to the next level. And I think you're doing that yourselves by being creative and still keeping on going. And, and this yeah. is why I wanted them on the show, because they're true influencers. Absolutely. Yeah. They're true influencers. Um, I love your guys' Instagram page. Shout out to Instagram. Um, you guys hold it down on there. You guys post a lot of great content. And for all the viewers and listeners, make sure you guys go follow them. Um, give us your guys' Instagram page. Hello? Uh, it's a uh, Kali Techpot. Okay. Kali, at Kali Techpot. That's, uh-huh. that's their Instagram handle. And you guys don't have a YouTube, right? No. No, not yet. Okay. We're still. I think I suggest, I suggest that you make one because I think that that only enhances more people to want to follow the curriculum, you know, and, and get I'm, involved with it. You your, know, I feel the same way. It's such a unique, like no one else is doing it uh-uh. that I'm aware of. Not, not, I haven't seen it like, like that's I said, when, when, that's, that's, when honestly, I looked at, when I peeked into you know Lois's class, it seemed like it was Sesame Street, for but Nawat style, <laughs> you know, it was Sesame Street, Nawat style. I mean, they didn't have puppets or anything like that, but I think with Semasa putting on the danzante and he's, you know, doing his little danza and he has his rattle and it, it starts to become like, it starts to. That is so. It's dope. not intense, you know. A kid, you know, feels like he's like. I just heard a bunch of kids talking at the same time, but they were all saying cool things, you know. That they're all trying amazing. to interact with each other, and you know, uh, you know, I always learn, you know, the wet on unseen song with you guys, and uh, I, it, it's. I, I recommend it at least to, um, just add another thing if if you can if you can reach your child. At five or six years old, and plant these type of seeds, right? Th- and it, at least that, he's going to be a very different th- individual. It, this is how I feel, you know, because I'm. This is powerful stuff, guys. At least take your kid once. Yeah, am I right, Zero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exposed Try to it Kudura. once. Try it once. I, 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 I agree that you know any parents out there in the alley native community and because how much are they going to charge for that first piano lesson? Hundreds right. of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. How much is it going to cost for that? Okay. You know what was really common in, in I, I specifically remember what my parents were getting me into at the ages of five, six, seven. It was Taekwondo. I don't okay. know what it was, <laughs> but they paid thousands of dollars to just like shove us in a place where there was like an old angry Korean dude <laughs> just beating the shit out of us every day. <laughs> like, honestly. That's funny. Oh, it, it was around the time if you were a kid. You were probably around the time where Karate Kid came out. So yes. it was like... <laughs> it was all propaganda. It was all propaganda, bro. These Asians, you know, you know. shout out to my old uh, Korean sensei. Absolutely. I love him to death. But yeah, they all just banked on that. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Well, I, I recommend it for the community because, you know, 
these guys put all their heart and soul into it and, and, it, and it comes off with the kids and you know I'm interested to see um, I want to I want to know what the, the teenagers how are they taking talk a little bit more about the teenagers like what is your raw response to their response to the to the introduction to are they being introduced or these families that I already know it's actually a mixture because we do get families get there to cultura danzantes or just sweat people uh-huh. or the sweat lodge yeah. the sweat mm-hmm. lodge community uh-huh. and also to people that just don't know anything so uh-huh. it's a mixture uh-huh. it actually helps out because sometimes the the, um, the youth there are in the cultura that their parents put them in and they kind of know the answer they'll help us out like oh that's uh, cool yeah and you know what i noticed actually that there's um we get actually more um, youth during our Dia de los Muertos program. Uh. And that's where I see o- more older kids uh. being part of it. Um, and so I think because everyone has some connection to death, it uh. opens, you know, that door to to have them to talk. Because that's actually one of the hard parts when, you know, for them to open up. That That is that's very, cool. that's very interesting though. Because like at... 14 to 15 holiday. you're like oh bummer kid you know like uh you know and the death is something interesting and morbid enough that they feel mm-hmm. like ooh, we could talk about right. this very yeah. taboo morbid right. topic right and yeah the view, the view of it is very different i'm sure that they're leaving you know with a different uh concept the concepts are the ones that are important because those mm-hmm. concepts that get planted into a child or a teenager, like I said, 10 years down the line, he's going to go, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember I went to a, a class and it did that. And, yeah. and now I'm immersed in it. And they go to a temescal and then that temescal leads them to a journey and that journey leads them to a vision quest. And now, now you have a powerful warrior um, defending right. his culture and land and, and his way of life. That's all we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. is defending our land, culture, and way of life, and we do that sometimes with with the picket sign. You know, sometimes with mm-hmm. you know a simple course that you guys make. We do it through Malinali Superfoods. Jenny does it through her birthing work. We're mm-hmm. all just using our indigenous skills to heal what is done to us, or not even what 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 was our course right in time. It was our mm-hmm. time. Like Claudia was talking earlier, Guauhtémoc said 500 years ago that we would enter a period of darkness, that the houses will become the Cuicacalis, you know, and that we would have to hide our wisdoms, right? And keep them and, and, and don't just give them away to anybody, but to those that really understand. And uh, that leaves us in a very difficult predicament. But when the sun comes out, you know, when we remember genetically, understanding innately, you know, that leads to the creativity and the confidence to want to teach it. Because that it takes a lot of confidence, guys, to go out yeah. there and say, hey, I want, you know, put your kid in front of me. I'm going to teach him this. You know, it's like <laughs> you have to be very confident and, you know. Kudos to you because you do a good job. So, um, 
for any parent out there that's interested in potentially taking some of the courses, um, what are the steps they need to take to get in contact with you guys? Uh, so you can hit us up through our Instagram or go straight to our website. Yeah, our website, our, Like I said, our Quetzalcoatl program is still, its registration is still open for our after school program. And they're just going to learn a lot of cool things like como tortillar and put the gordita together. Our native foods because, you know, when I grew up, I thought popcorn or yellow corn was the only corn. But then getting exposed to my cultura and everything just made me see so many different types of uh, corn. <laughs> right. right. So something as simple as like, you know, um, focusing on, on corn isn't, you know, something at public schools that you learn about either. But it's so essential to our to our cultura. Our identity. Mm -hmm. Wow. But um to right to register though, you know, on Instagram, um yeah, our link. registration link is in our bio or um just going straight to our website. That's cool. You know what? I really appreciate you guys jumping on on air with us. Yeah, um, and sharing your story. This was a, a, a powerful story right here. Well, I mean, like I said, everybody does their little bit of work, you know, and mm -hmm. I want to take people in Alienated's world or Alienated's community just think about it really closely it's like an ad hill or ad community it's not just one ad or four ads or ten ads it's a it's thousands and thousands of ads doing their part and mm -hmm. i feel like you guys are doing your part and we all just have our own little responsibility to carry on our back mm -hmm. oh, you know that's how you see an ad carrying a big old leaf and it's like 400 times more his weight you know I feel like that's, you know, some ads have the power to do that. And that's what I feel like you're, you as a couple are doing. You guys are just carrying a big piece of inspiring our children to understand or at least be introduced to these very complex concepts like Quetzalcoatl and Tezcatlipoca. Mm -hmm. Very deep. Because you plant the seed as a young five or six year old but it becomes very different to that individual when he's 30 40 mm -hmm. and he keeps understanding and pick, picking away at that concept right because once you introduce that concept it's going to keep popping up in front of him he'll run into it he'll he'll take a class and they'll talk about it he'll have a friend who's a danzante whose dad says something these concepts stick with you because they're a part of you. They're a description of you. And I just want to say thank you for teaching our children that. Thank you, guys. Thank you, yeah. Absolutely. Um, again, make sure you guys follow them on Instagram. Take the courses. Uh, uh, thank you again, guys, for jumping on yes. the LA News podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Amazing. We'll see you soon. See you guys soon. Thank you. All right. Yo, that was deep. Man, they were cool. They're a cool couple, man. They're a cool couple. So, um, we have an open mic coming up. Yeah, right? this Friday. This Friday at Malinali Superfoods. Malinali Superfoods. How's that going? It's going good, man. Like uh, some some regular um, 
individuals show up for the open mic. Um, the individuals that did the fashion show sometimes show no youth, no euphemism, no euphemism. Um, we got a lot of regulars that go. So you know, once we announce it, we have a packed house right now. Any last words, sir? Well, just remember that concept that, you know, just like Calitecpa, you know, they're small. They're a small organization, you know, and they're very humble. And they're doing their part to heal what we have been going through for the past, you know, eight years since 2012. You know, something shifted. Something majorly shifted. And it's up to us to find out what that is, right? We've been going through this journey, at least those that are veterans in this indigenous understanding, you know. So they're just one of those parts. And I hope, you know, people go out there and, you know, find them, sign their kid up, you know, get interactive with it. That's one aspect of it. Another aspect is our events. You know, me and Armando, you know, we work really hard and, to put these things on so i mean i know that we have one in the works for june and so stay on the lookout for that we have plant-based aslan the first sunday of every month and uh yeah that's it man just keeping and grinding keeping the community together and expressing ourselves to the fullest finding our fullest potential so as a community Let's come together. Let's stay strong. Let's be wise. Let's support each other. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Paso Camante. Mateo. Donancio. Donato.